Go to the Wendy's. I don't give a fuck if you gotta pick up your kids. Nigga, go to the fucking Wendy's, dope. Before I turn this whole ride upside down. Nigga, you talking to the big blood, nigga. Have my savages run right in this shit right now, nigga. Turn the fucking Wendy's, dope. You already made me late in one of my man's cribs, nigga. My man waving. Does this look like the shit where I could order at? The shit down there. Bugging out. Yeah. Hello. 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 Why are you screaming? Because I'm saying hello. Okay, but you come to the window like you're... Well, then... That ain't disrespectful because I ain't even cursed. Ain't no anyway, nigga. I, yo, for one, you gonna have to see me when you come to the window, so you better have the same energy. Suck my d- You are now listening to Plain Culture. If you're not, I feel sorry for you. By the way, the intro beat I made. So, if y'all want some beats done, y'all y'all want a beat as trash as that, just give me a dollar. I'll make you a beat. But, anyways, the most important culture in the world, also known as the only culture that matters. Shout out to Zoobs. Shout out to Zoobs. Shout out to Zoobs. Playing culture. Here, 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 here. It's the kid, um, your best friend. Um, you're everything. Solo Lou. Solo Lou is here today. And it's just me. Hence, Solo Lou. And I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to drop this. Because it's just me. Like, I've never done this before in my entire life. And I figured if Bill Burr could do it, but Bill Burr is way more talented than than I am or, or will be. Maybe I could try it. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's a lot that goes on. There's a lot that I've been thinking about. And I just figured, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just do it. Because basically, at the end of the day, if you want to get shit off your chest or if you just want to talk. Like, you should just be able to do that. You should have the ability to do that whenever you want. And so, as we approach September 21st, uh, it's a few days after my birthday. So, just in case you wanted to know, I am a Virgo. And that's about all I know about Zodiacs because... Like, I don't know shit about them. Don't ask me anything about Zodiacs. Like, if if your one lead-in for a conversation is about what you think I am or how you feel that my personality is based on me being a Virgo, like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm sorry. It's just, that's just how I'm built. Um, I can't help it. But the smartest man in the room got you covered. He'll figure out when you're born. He'll figure out all that stuff about you. And he can just look at you and basically tell you what you are. So... If you're a Cancer, he'll be able to tell that you're a Cancer. If you're a Capricorn, he'll be able to tell you're a Capricorn in the day you were born. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of dope. But 
to digress off of that, because I know your boy be on hella, 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 hella tangents. Uh, I've never done this before. I want to do it, and I feel like at this particular point in time, episode 53, 4, 5, 6, 7, there's so many that are out there. And uh, as I like to basically stay on a bi-weekly uh, curriculum, that's not as easy to do, do the work. But I figured at this point in time, as life is about progression and your boy has progressed, I feel this time I should probably share a pod with you guys that's basically just derived from me. Because I am known as the uh, media director and the uh, media producer. So uh, that's basically who I am as, as a whole. I don't really do too much, but I do it for the culture. I do it for the friends, all my friends. I do it for my family members, and hopefully it'll put us in a position to to do some great things in the future. But I guess there's some questions that... I'm sure that people have asked, people have asked me uh, per se, although I don't feel that I should be the spokesperson for it. I just figured I can facilitate all these conversations amongst my friends and kind of go about it that way. But there was a question that was asked uh, actually from from a few people, uh, more than likely, about the intentions of the pod. Like, what are the intentions of the pod? And to be honest with you, at this current point in our lives, uh, my life more specifically, since it's me talking, I don't know. I have no idea what the intentions of this pod are. Initially, it was basically a way that I could show the world how dope my friends and family members were, which I still believe to this day that we have the best core friend group ever. Like, there's not a better core group that's as consistent, as loyal, and as willing to uh, go out of their way to accommodate others uh, than my own friend group. And I'm, I'm saying that off rip. I've said it before. I'm not afraid to say it again. But basically for me, I also wanted to make sure that I had an opportunity to cater to those that don't have the resources, uh, may not have the talents or uh, necessarily the skill set to uh, put others in positions to to do amazing things or to just... Uh, contribute to the world in general. And, and what I mean by that is animals can't speak for themselves. Um, animals are mistreated all the time. And basically, a- animals are like my thing. Like, I love dogs. Um, I love all sorts of animals. And I feel that uh, I wish I could domesticate so many. But uh, as we know that uh, dogs in certain places... Um, especially if there aren't owners, especially at shelters. You go to shelters and they basically have disclaimed if this animal isn't chosen by a certain date, uh, basically they're going to euthanize him or her. And um, I would love to just buy all the animals in the world. with Well, actually not all in the world, but the ones that are within uh, reason and basically give them a place to live, obviously where I live now currently. Uh, it's not suitable for them because there's no fucking space for them. But um, just to do some good, some some decent good, not not crazy good. I don't want to be that one person that thinks that they can just do good for everyone. Like, I'm not Captain Planet, but I feel that ultimately we can put ourselves in a position to uh, do great things that uh, could be a subset of 
you know, what Captain Planet's uh, model is. And, and not just uh, animals, um, the homeless. Uh, I'm, I have an affinity for helping people. And I know that that's not really showcased here, but uh, anyone that knows me knows that I'm always willing to help out those no matter what the situation may be. And so I just want to put us in a position and hopefully others in a position that are not affiliated with plain culture to be able to do some great things to contribute to society as a whole, because I feel that that is our destiny. That's what we're destined to do when we come on this earth. I don't think it has anything to do with making a whole lot of money, but it has a whole lot to do with loving and living and contributing to the planet that we live on to make it a better place for those uh, that will come after us. So when we talk about intentions, I guess we can start there uh, because those were my focal points years ago. I just didn't know how to get there. I still don't know how to get there, but I'm working on it day to day. And hopefully I am in a position maybe in six months where I can do something, you know, ch- charities, it's it's one thing to do it, but to actually keep it up and to go consistent with it is definitely something that's in the works for me. So uh, putting us in charities where I can focus on uh, a couple things, uh, separate charities, you know, for uh, sheltered animals and then for, you know, homeless people, those are the two focuses for me right now. And then mental health will probably be one that I, I want to target because, in this social media era where technology is basically superseding our own lives, like you guys see what's going on with Equifax. And if you're not uh, familiar, uh, do your research on Google. Uh, but basically, uh, our data has been breached. Our information has been breached. And so um, do your research on Equifax. Maybe I'll talk about it on a, a pod uh, in the next few days if I can get that to happen and we'll, you know, elaborate a little bit more. But uh, basically, as a whole, if you don't check your screen time on your app or take preventive measures to make sure that you're not focused on your phone and you're focused on being more productive, technology will consume you. And it has already consumed me. So I've taken drastic measures. Monday through Wednesday, I try not to even be on social media just because, like, one... I have work during that time, and two, I could be doing other things that are productive. So for me, that's where I'm at. That's where my head will be, and hopefully I can continue to work on to that because the ADD is killing your boy. I am struggling in these streets, but definitely trying to improve on that. And so I just want to make sure that when we get to a place where we talk about mental health, we talk about you know what what's going on in our heads uh, what's really bothering us in our core and, and what could help us uh, get past these situations because we know that depression and anxiety, those are all real things. You may not be able to see them on your friends, but check up on your friends. Um, I don't need to hashtag that, but I just want to make sure that it is stated very, very loud and clear, as clear as possible that you should be checking up on your friends because you never know what they're up to. You don't know what they're dealing with. And if they're willing to divulge any form of information and you're able to lend an ear, I definitely would recommend doing so because it shows um, that, that you're willing to help a friend out. And so those are things that are uh, small to some people but are very significant to others. So um, those things are received really well. 
And I feel that we should be doing our parts to to just do better. And I'm not the perfect person. Y'all know that I'm trash. Like I'm I'm one of the most trash people of all time. But when we talk about mental health and we talk about anxiety, depression, we talk about a lack of communication, uh, respect, all those things. At times, I feel entitled. I feel that uh, one, if I do my best and I put in all the effort in the world possible to communicate with people and it's not received, my whole thing is, okay, well, this person must not mess with me or this person uh, is not as good of a friend as I thought that that person may be. Therefore, maybe I'll just give them their space and let them do their own thing. I'll move on and, and I'll you know progress that way. But when you talk about a sense of entitlement, do we really even deserve entitlement in, in that form or facet? I think as, as I've learned in the past couple of years, and I've, I'm sure, and I'm just going to be honest, I'll just make this an honest pod, I'm sure that I've hurt some people. I've definitely hurt some people because I felt entitled. And I have to apologize because as I learn on the breaks pod, as I learn through my friends, that there is a possibility that there could be self-sabotage. I mean, my whole thing is you you think you're putting in 110% effort, and this goes for everyone. This doesn't just go for me. This goes for uh, me especially, but it also is applicable to everyone, uh, especially in the dating game, because the breaks is, is all about dating and relationships and, and all that jazz, that uh, you should not feel as entitled as you feel that you deserve. And I don't want you to take that too loosely or, or too literally. And when I say that, I'm, I'm generalizing because there's there's a great, huge possibility that you could be messing or, or missing out on a great opportunity because one person is, you know, not, not the best at communicating. And I would think that when you try to talk to people and and they give you the short end of the stick or they just respond in, in very few words, you know, your assumption is this person's not interested. If you hitting up someone and you, you put in your effort, you throwing in some emojis or whatever it is you do to, to get it bay or future bay and, and she responds to you with like, okay, or doesn't hit you up with questions or, or anything like that. And you sitting there like, man, like, what do I have to do to get this person to like me? Hey, at the end of the day, people might not like you. People may not feel comfortable telling you that they don't like you like that. And so it becomes, you know, kind of weird because you feel led on and and things like that. But ultimately, if it gets to a point where, I don't know, you you, you do your best, you feel like you've done your best and, and they're not, you know, as good at communicating, how are you supposed to know? that that person is interested in you if, if they don't show any effort. And bottom line is, what I'm saying is don't don't give up too quick. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm prone to giving up too quick. I'm pretty sure I've messed up some great things. And uh, once again, I, I apologize. But uh, there becomes a, a middle line or a, a whole lot of gray areas where you think everything's black and white. Not everything is black and white. Not everything will be black and white throughout your progression in life. And so um, you have to figure out the things that you require that are mandatory and your your core attributes and, and kind of continue on. But I think there should be some 
some sort of um, attributes that that can be reasoned with uh, or compromised with per se. Um, I, I I don't know why I'm getting into the relationship stuff. I, I that's not what I intended this conversation to be about. But since we're already pretty much 14 minutes and and 30 seconds in, um, how to give you guys an example? I I don't really know, but say you have a a disconnect you have a disconnect and your your disconnect could be that you asked this person out and this person uh you felt was interested in you but um uh, you hit them to go out on a date they tell you they can't make it uh but then they want to you know reschedule at that point i don't think you should give up if that person wants to reschedule that means they're at least making an attempt if on the second time they they hit you or you hit them and she or he responds back with, oh, man, I can't make this date either. And and maybe they don't give you um, a, a response that follows up with, well, how about this date or how about that date? Uh, I don't know when, you know, you, you give another opportunity or if you even do give an opportunity to try to you know, uh, link up or, or try to meet up with this person. And I guess my whole thing is as I learn and as I progress, uh, we should all definitely keep an open mind on things because if we don't keep an open mind, we might miss out on some great opportunities. Um, respect, I think all of us are pretty big on is, is human beings. No one wants their time wasted. Uh, no one wants their time ever taken for granted. Uh, but there are definitely some gray areas there as well where you think that one person is not respecting you or maybe this person is flaking on you and all of a sudden it's like, oh, fuck this person. This this person's trash. This person's flaked on me multiple, multiple times. There could be situations where they really couldn't make it. And if you give them the, the two strikes and you're out rule, then you might possibly miss out on something great. I'm not saying that what you would be doing or what I would be doing is is wrong, but... I guess to leave an open mind and instead of saying, well, this person is, is not worth my time, maybe I'll, I'll leave them alone, but to maybe uh, keep them not necessarily on the back burner, but just to leave out a, hey, well, if or whenever you have the time to hang out and you want to meet up, then, you know, hit me and, and we can figure something out. And at that point, you choose what you want to do. Uh, you use that information at your own discretion and kind of go from there. But basically, what I'm here to say is I understand. Uh, I've understood a lot, especially over these past uh, two and a half years of doing this pod. I was an introvert. I'm still an introvert. I'm shocked as hell that I'm going to release this episode whenever this episode comes out. And the fact that I will hear feedback from it, whether it be good or bad, it doesn't matter. At this point, it's kind of how I feel right now. So I want to make sure that when... I state things and I address things, whether it's solo, dolo, lu, whoever it may be with, uh, doesn't matter. I want to make sure that my my words are heard and that my words are understood. And if they're not understood, hit me up and we can have a conversation about it. But I just basically want to state that that I understand. Like there's there's a lot of things that I've understood, and uh, there's a lot of things that I'm not willing to uh, deal with. And one of those things. And my favorite word, which is pestilence, is uh, probably one of the more interesting words that's in the dictionary. 
is that there is a lot of it that's going on. Am I filled with pestilence? Probably. There there may be some instances where I feel like I could be destructive or maybe there is some self-sabotage. But ultimately, who I'm talking about and who I'm coming at, and I've been coming at them, but I've been utilizing the wrong term, is council culture, a.k.a. outreach culture. Because for me, as I sit here and I observe what goes on on Twitter, what goes on on Instagram, what goes on on the internet, on YouTube, Facebook, regardless of the application, there's a lot of it being spread. And it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And to give you guys an example, I can go on any timeline and I can see someone shading someone else. I could see someone wishing death upon someone else when that person doesn't even know that they exist. I see a whole lot of it going on. I see a lot of complaints. I see a lot of people talking about how certain individuals had said the wrong thing and therefore they should be punished. They should lose their jobs. They should get in trouble. They should go to jail. They should lose their social medias. They should lose all forms of financial gain based on an accident or something that they said that they may not have known that they said was 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 poorly said. And so I feel that everyone deserves a second chance. Does everyone deserve a third chance? Perhaps. I'm not quite sure there. But ultimately, I don't think anyone should be canceling anyone because we all know all you clowns have skeletons in your closet. All of us do. No one is perfect. So for anyone to go on social media talking about how something that someone said was in poor taste, yeah, it may have been in poor taste, and if that person apologizes, leave it at that. But ultimately, no one should be caping for someone to get canceled ever because you wouldn't want that shit to happen to you. Therefore, you should not let that shit slide. You should not be voicing an opinion that you have And especially if you have a decent amount of influence, they could spread. Because as we all know, there's a lot of sheep out here. A whole lot of sheep. And sheep will follow. Sheep will definitely follow. So, pestilence is out here. There's a lot of it. I think as long as people respect each other and treat each other the way that they should be treated. Because I'm a huge advocate of the golden rule. We can live uh, pretty peacefully, and not only pretty peacefully, we can prosper as well. Like, I I go on the timelines all the time, and I see all the slander. I see all the shade about people that don't even know you exist. And even support in, in general. I've heard things even related to this pod where the pod may not be successful. And the individuals that say things like that are not giving me constructive criticism they're not even reaching out to me period about it i hear it from other people we hear it from other people and so these people are friends of ours these are people that we've known or we knew and for them to not give any sort of constructive criticism but they want to you know slander slander the brand slander the pot that's fine and dandy just know ultimately at the end of the day that what you're doing doesn't help anyone. It's actually counterproductive if we really, really think about it. And so for me, there's a whole lot of outrage. There's a whole lot of cancel culture. It's not necessary. And I really don't think 
that cancel culture should be something that is pushing the culture forward because people are so scared to do anything. People are scared to go and do things that, one, they've grown up loving, and two, could help them financially, could could get them supplemental income. And because these are passions of theirs, they're afraid of the criticism. They're afraid of the comments that may happen that states that, oh, I don't know if this uh, makeup artist is going to be dope or I don't know if this person is going to be great at producing cartoons. And I get it. In the back of your head, you you could carry those things. And, and that could put you in a, a deep downward spiral of depression. And you could definitely gain anxiety from it. You don't just get depressed or you don't just get sad off of just waking up to be sad. You, you deal with a lot, a lot of emotions, a lot of words, uh, a lot of negative comments uh, that are displayed out there, uh, you know, at your disposal to, to to look at and and review on your own. Like you could literally put yourself in other people's positions and see what they're going through, and and it'll hurt. It, it could hurt potentially, just depending on you know who you are. But I don't think that people should ever feel like they can't do what they want to do with their own lives and their own leisure time just because they're afraid of. Uh, what the comments may be, or the type of uh, negativity that may come their way. And and I guess that's for strong people, strong people. And I'm not one of those strong people. I'm strong, but I'm not the strongest. Like sometimes some of that stuff does bug me, especially if it comes from a friend. But ultimately, I know that I have to keep going. And if I don't keep going, then how am I supposed to influence people that want to go out of their way and do all the cool stuff that they know that they can do before our time is up? And so ultimately, just think about the things that you say before you say them. Think about the things that you tweet out before you tweet them. Think about the things you post on IG before you post them on IG. And I'm not perfect. Like I said, I've I've said this multiple times. My friends actually keep me the most grounded. They ensure that I don't say anything too stupid. And for me, I'm never talking shit about anyone's gender, anyone's orientation, anyone's culture, uh, anyone's preference. The only thing that I judge is character. That's it. So when you hear me talk about slandering certain things that women do, I also slander things that men do. I slander things that a lot of people do. If the character is poor, I'm going to judge it. And that's just the type of person I am. Because how, how else are we going to improve in life if we're sitting here just accepting slander and and throwing shade back at each other without any real uh, understanding or or any real conversations. And you guys know me. As I've gotten older, all I'm here for are the conversations. I'm not here for anything else. Like, I'm here for a great time, not a long time, and it's just great conversation. That's all I want to have nowadays. I'm too old to deal with the nonsense. The conversations for me, the conversations with my friends, all of that helps me become a better person. And I've always been an advocate of supporting my friends in everything that they do. And they know exactly who they are. Oh, shout outs. I should do some shout outs real quick. Because uh, you know your boy with his ADD going to forget. Um, once again, playing Culture Store in a party, uh, 921. So that's a Saturday. It's months, months away. Uh, not many months, but... It's a couple months away, so uh, I will be reaching out to you guys. I know I said this on the last pod. 
Uh, I will definitely need some assistance from some of you. Well, actually, a lot of you. But basically, it's a party to commemorate two and a half years, something that I wanted to do actually in February, believe it or not. I've been plugging this thing since November, but I had known that I've always wanted to do it since, shoot, probably June of, of 2018, so Ju- June of last year, basically. And so we're throwing a party. It's going to be a great party. Um, come through, have fun. I would love if you guys subscribe to the pod because at this current point in time, we are going to start producing more uh, questions that will become thought-provoking or, or just you know very insightful conversations that, that will be had that you can probably have amongst your friends. Initially, when I came in, it was, hey, you know, I want to produce us displaying our conversations that we have in real life. The real life conversations that we have are basically emitted from a lot of the the podcast episodes that that you've heard from the beginning. Um, Valentine's Day Asker was the very first episode. These are conversations that my friends and I have with each other. We have these conversations. These are not conversations where we're trying to figure out what the you know the the topic of the day would be or how smart that we want our audience to think that we are cuz ultimately we all know that we're intelligent human beings we just don't give a shit about what other people think outside of that box except for some of us when we're trying to push the brand forward and i'm referring to myself because ultimately i'm the one that's kind of still bringing us down cuz we're not ready uh, 100% yet but i want y'all to come through um the location i will not disclose yet so i'll go on instagram i'll go on shit i gotta fucking i'll probably download snapchat again i'll go on snapchat i'll do whatever i need to do to make sure that you know y'all are invited y'all come through and we all have a great time but it would be great if you guys subscribe to the pod i i i want to you know what i should just do this actually just so I have it ingrained in my head and it's displayed out for the world to listen, I'm going to make sure that you clowns, when y'all pull up, y'all better have the shit downloaded. If you have an iPhone, it better be downloaded. If you don't have an iPhone and you have an Android, I want you to pull that shit up on SoundCloud. I know there's I know there's a SoundCloud app on Android. Y'all have it. Y'all pull up. Make sure that y'all download the episodes and the contents or whatever, and then you in. You in for free. And there's going to be a whole lot of cool activities. You know, we're going to celebrate the Virgos. We're going to celebrate the Libras. I'm kidding because I know there are some people out there that are Libras and they think I'm slandering them. But we're basically going to have some fun. Maybe some speed dating for those that are single that want to mesh in with my friends or mesh in with some people that are there that you find attractive. Go on ahead, boo. Like, do what you does. But basically, we're throwing a party, and and that's it. And enough of me rambling. Uh, shout out to Real Earth Bounty, uh, Real Earth Bounty. I need some more cranberry joints. So uh, if you could hit your boy with those, that would be great. Um, love y'all at Real Earth Bounty. Um, let me make sure that I actually plug them correctly because. Uh, that's so necessary because your boy doesn't... I don't even know my own IG tags. I, I I really don't know my own IG tags. Basically, it's Real Earth Bounty. You guys better know how to spell Real Earth Bounty underscore. So Real Earth Bounty underscore. R-E-A-L-E-A-R-T-H-B-O-U-N-T-Y underscore. Follow them for all your chocolate <laughs> natural snack needs. Excuse me. 
<coughs> and your boy's still sick, but we're going to push through. That's just uh, the fact of the matter. Uh, shout out to... I don't even like True Life Tosh like that, but, you know, she does a pod called What's Really Good. I think that the What's Really Good pod is is really, really dope. And so uh, shout out to her. She does an episode about, like, once a year. But don't worry. When it comes out, it's, it's fire. So make sure y'all peep What's Really Good. And What's Really Good is is found on, like, a whole bunch of platforms. It's I think it's, it's for sure on iTunes because I subscribe to them. But it's definitely on SoundCloud, I believe, or Google Play for sure. Google Play for sure. Um, once again, just type in what's really good under the iTunes app or SoundCloud, Google Play, whatever, and y'all be straight. Uh, shout out to Lesson Learned. Lesson Learned. Um, my co-host, Camille, does a podcast with her co-host. And so they talk about a lot of life lessons that will help you in your daily lives. I'm not doing a good job at articulating what they do, but uh, check them out. Once again, on all the the podcast platforms, especially the iTunes one, because that's the one that y'all seem to draw to the most, and SoundCloud, which is cool, I guess. But uh, lesson learned. Um, listen to them. Uh, like if you're into podcasts, if you're into podcasts, and and that's the thing that you like doing now, like that's your hobby, that's one of your favorite things to do. Uh, check out these. These are also my friends. These are my friends that do cool shit. I'm not promoting people that I don't fucking know because I don't care about you guys. I only care about the people that I'm friends with that actually do cool shit. Um, Shout out to the Quincy Jones Show. The Quincy Jones Show, they do a wrestling podcast. That is the niche. They talk about a lot of things, and and, and that could be, you know, the the integral aspects of wrestling, uh, certain spots, certain things that happen. And the industry that you may not necessarily be privy to, that you kind of don't see like on TV, and and they do a really good job of of breaking down, you know, stuff like that. So uh, shout out to them; they're really, really dope. And that's basically Doc and Kid, you know, doing their thing. Shout out to Doc and Kid. Uh, I always fuck with y'all forever and ever. Uh, shout out Color of My Soul clothing brand. Um, Sam and V, who are on the boat episode, um, co owners. Uh, Color of My Soul, you can find them on IG. And I want to make sure that color is spelled either the Canadian way or the American way. I'm not quite sure. Oh, here we go. So Color of My Soul on IG, color, C-O-L-O-U-R. So the uh, I think that's the Canadian way or the European way. However, it's not the American way. Uh, but C-O-L-O-U-R-O-F-M-Y-S-O-U-L underscore. Color of My Soul underscore. Um, so they do... Uh, all black clothing for uh, women, also by women, which is really cool. Y'all know that I'm a woman supporter. I just don't tolerate y'all bullshit characteristics when y'all be saying shit. I'm pretty sure people listening was like, he was doing such a good job. He was doing a great job, and then he fucked it up. That's just what I do, boo. That's just what I do. But uh, shout out to them. Uh, those are my friends over there. Um, they do cool stuff, so... That's about it. I don't really know if I have anyone else to shout out. Oh, shout out to Action Jackson just because I hope he's doing well. I actually talked to him yesterday, but I just hope that he's doing well like every day. And so that's about it. Oh, and shout out to all my friends getting married. Okay, what is my brother doing? I don't know if y'all heard that, but he's probably on his Fortnite tip, but... 
shout out to all my friends who get married. That's that's about it. Don't invite me to no more of your fucking weddings. I I don't care. Like after November, don't invite me to no more weddings. November of 2019, don't invite me. Uh, shout out to Japan. I'm a, I'm gonna be out there next year. Uh, hopefully, I can live out there for six months or a year, or just forever, and just not come back. That would be the goal. But I'm gonna try to be out here. So that's about it. But back to uh, what I was getting into, which I fucking forgot but whatever and i'm actually i'm actually over time i did not expect this podcast to be 35 minutes of me just talking and and rambling but if y'all fuck with it fuck with it uh let me know if you liked it if not it's cool too because i don't really have a podcast voice but your boy working on it you feel me i'm trying though i'm trying i'm trying out in these streets but you know, as as we digress, uh, I just want to go back to the things I understand. Like there's a, there's a lot that I understand now, and in in this climate, and I know that all the the slander, quote unquote, that I give out to people or that I give out to shitty characteristics can be perceived as me not liking a certain characteristic. Or I'm sorry, not necessarily me not liking a certain characteristic, but me not liking a certain gender, or me not just messing with people in general because people think I take shots at them all the time. When, Come on, y'all know that I love you. I'm not here to take shots at anyone. But there's a lot of things that I understand, and especially what I understand about the uh, the woman race. I understand the struggles just based on experience. And I don't want to really talk about the, the venue or the location per se, but just going into a club and seeing that women are out there just dancing amongst themselves like women are actually dancing amongst themselves they're hanging out they're with their friends they're in a comfortable environment because they're with their friends or so we we would hope and so like as i see in in my peripherals and just like overall with my vision i could see women getting uncomfortable because men act very predatorial towards women and when they see them at a club, it's just like, I got to strike, 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 strike ASAP. And so I, I I could sense when people are uncomfortable. And sometimes I will do my due diligence and, and go in there to make sure that, you know, they're okay and kind of like help them out and just make sure that, you know, they can get out safely. But I see it. And it's crazy because as men, when we out there dancing amongst ourselves, like we could just do that. Like if a chick grabbed my ass, I'm like, Yo, like, like you, you tripping, tripping just because I don't like being touched like ever. But um, like if I see a dude do it, I'm like, yo, like what the what is your problem? Like you, you're a while and like you're super predatory right now. And it's 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 not right. It's not something you should ever do. And it makes women uncomfortable. And even me going out on dates and shit and, and like experiencing it and you take it for granted because the shit doesn't happen to you. It never happens to you as a, as a man. But like with women, it happens all the time. And so the narrative of men are trash, I get it. I totally get it. I used to be defensive way back in the day when people would say men are trash because I didn't understand what the fuck they were talking about. When you would say men are trash, I'm thinking I'm trash. Yes, that's true, ladies and gentlemen. But ultimately... My thing is, well, what about your women characteristics, right? And so as I reflect, the narrative isn't that all men are trash. It's just all of the men's shitty tendencies and 
attributes that are associated to them are trash. Therefore, men are trash, very simple term, but it's very, very easily digestible once you understand the connotations to it. And it's the same thing with, with women are trash. Uh, it's, it's all the same. Like, and men get men get hurt. Our feelings get hurt. Uh, we're not good at communicating, but uh, we're also very aware that women are also not. We're all we're both not good at communicating. We're we're both shitty communicators. Let's just address that and make that uh, a generally accurate statement. Uh, women might not be as you know easily able to communicate their feelings. But I do feel that men should probably do just a little bit more. Not not a lot. This shit should still be 50-50. Like, don't get this shit twisted. But they should do a little bit more, especially if they're if they're pretending to be oblivious. They should try to address, you know, concerns, especially if you could tell that, you know, there's something on on someone's mind. But uh, just just trying to understand um you know what what women go through because i feel like uh, a black man in america people don't understand what i go through i for the longest time i didn't understand why my mother was so pro black like when i was a kid when i was you know 5 or 6 years old 7 8 i didn't understand why she was you know so pro black because for me living in america our our mindset we were brainwashed to say you know, everyone is equal. And we know that shit is not true, especially the older that I get. Everyone is not equal in, in the United States or in the world, which sucks. Like, it, it sucks that it's like that. But uh, to address that pro-black doesn't mean that you're anti-white. It doesn't mean that you're anti-anything. It just means that you are primarily pro-black because of all of the um, the obstacles that are endured and, and all of the limitations that, that are presented to us just based on systematic uh, instances. You know, we, we are literally put in a position where we are 15 steps behind everyone else. And and when I mean by everyone else, I'm talking about the majority. I'm not talking about the minority. The minority, we're all inclusive. But for me, and understanding why, why people are so pro-black, that's why I'm pro-black. I'm pro-black because of the fact that we do have to unite in order to get the respect and the just due to, that we deserve and, and that we've deserved uh, forever. And, and that's just high level me speaking that that I that I understand some things. I've grown. I've understood quite a bit. Uh, the one thing that I don't understand per se is why people force beliefs on others or forcing religion on others. When I think that's probably the stupidest shit that you could ever do. Who are you to go and tell someone that what they believe in is incorrect or, or, or their values are trash and, and, and they're not necessary when you, to be the condescending individual that you are, and I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but as a general statement, if you do this, this is who I'm talking about. When you and your values may not be something that someone else agrees with, so and even if someone does agree with that, your beliefs and your values are not more important than someone else's. I think that's something that we can all agree on. Basically, the golden rule, going back to it, whether it comes to religion, whether it comes to politics, because we know that those are the two primary things that divide us. And they will always divide us if we continue to let that consume us. If you treat others how they deserve to be treated, or how they should be treated, per se... We can get a lot done and we can really progress 
in this world. But I, I understand. I, I get some things. I, I understand quite a lot. And even going back to, to, to women in general, I understand a lot. I, I really do. And when I don't experience things, they're not in the back of my mind. I don't understand things until someone explains to me their experience. And when they explain their experience and I'm able to give a cognitive, if I'm able to give a cognitive critical thinking response that warrants uh, a, a deep conversation to gain more understanding, then I will. And a lot of times in conversations that I have with friends, I just, I, I learn so much. I, I learn a lot. I learned that, and, and my mom used to do this to me all the time. She would always make me pump her gas. I never understood why it was that she would make me pump her gas. It's a chivalrous thing to do, of course, but it's for women's safety and other things for sure, but primarily women's safety. Like uh, the people that I've dated, I know this kind of sounds weird, but I, I guess I'll just share it anyway for for a few, not, not many, but those that, you know, I thought were really, really dope. They all got stun guns because I, I would hear stories from my mom about, you know, instances that she's been in where she would go jogging and, and she would just walk because, like, she wanted fresh air and she just wanted to exercise. But she always had a stun gun. I made sure that she had a stun gun so wherever she was, she could defend herself at any given time, especially if I didn't go walking with her and I didn't go running with her. Like, women are always in positions where you... You, you could definitely feel that you are uncomfortable and uh, potentially harmed. Like one, uh, Zubin and I and uh, Action and Liz and, and Albie had a conversation like a couple weeks ago about why men should go when you're in an elevator out first to allow the woman to walk behind them so that way you get that sense of... Um, I'm not sure the word that I'm looking for, but basically you you put the woman in a, a more comfortable situation because if you let her get out first, her mind could be wandering. What is this person going to do, especially if you're walking in the same direction that she's walking in and you're pacing behind her and maybe you're 10 to 15 feet you know, behind her. Uh, and, and that's why I don't like walking behind people. I don't like walking behind people because I understand that that is something that people could be thinking about in their heads. Even when I'm walking by myself and there are people that are behind me i still wonder like is anyone gonna pull a move i got these keys in my hand just in case anyone tries to throw something here's one in the middle of my knuckles is going through someone's skull like that's just how i feel because i have to protect myself at all times and i feel like women should also protect themselves at all times and that's why for the people that that like i rocked with they all got stun guns or, or tasers whatever you fucking call them just because like i understood that, that safety is important, and I do care about people's safety. I care about everyone's safety. That's that's bottom line. Uh, you'll never, ever, ever, ever be able to sway me otherwise. That's just the type of person that I am, and I'm always willing to go out of my way and, and do certain things that maybe other people wouldn't do. And maybe it's because it's me trying to learn, me trying to understand uh, why life works the way that it does. And, you know, we just we we understand we or at least i want to make sure that i i give uh people an opportunity to broadcast uh, great contributions 
and and whether that be insightful conversations, informative feedback, uh, or just information outright that can help someone, I, I do want to give this you know platform uh, to people that want to do those things. And as we learn and as we grow, we're going to understand more things. And so, for me, that's what I'm here for. Uh, that was a that was 46 minutes of of me rambling. I, I hope you like it. I kind of want to end it here because, or maybe I can talk about some other things actually. Now that I, now that I think about it, because I think we could, we could be better friends actually. And, and this is not a shot to anyone. So I don't want to hear anything on Twitter. I don't want to hear anything on Instagram talking about, Oh, he's throwing it again. No, because this is, this is not for me. This is, for everyone, including myself, but high level, what I want to be able to kind of like broadcast uh, to or just promote awareness of is that we, we could be better friends. Support your friends 2019 is a hashtag. It's not my hashtag, but it's a hashtag that I'm an advocate for. As I stated earlier, that like I'm a big believer in making sure that um, my friends are supported uh, throughout their life, no matter what, I am a decent support system. I try to be a better support system, but I'm I'm a pretty darn available person, especially if you need it. It doesn't matter who you are. If I'm friends with you, if I'm acquaintances with you, and you want someone that you know, uh, you want to talk to, like I'm here. I'm here. I I could be on my lunch break. I could be at work. If you really want to talk and you have something that you need to get out, you hit me and and we can talk. And and that's just the type of person that I am. But. Uh, when we talk about supporting our friends, and this was a podcast I did, or that we did probably weeks ago. I, I want to say it was probably like three or four uh, prior to this. But in uh, retrospect, we didn't really talk about supporting your friends and then those same friends that you're supporting not supporting you in your endeavors. And I guess the the question that I always think about is, should you support your friends if your friends don't support you? And I don't know the answer to that question. Like it's it's one of those things that it, maybe it's petty to even think about. But high key, if you know your friends have always supported you since day one, you always should. But they're, I'm pretty sure they're friends of yours, maybe even friends of mine that will not support or will not promote because... Uh, they potentially could be a hater or there's some hidden agenda that has you know nothing to do with them or at least they perceive it that way that there's nothing in it for them and so I, I could see both um, objects being being a, a possibility but I don't know I, I really don't know but ultimately for me the way that I see it is that you should always be able to support your friends no matter what you should always be able to talk to your friends about anything, no matter what. I don't think that you should ever feel uncomfortable about bringing something up to your friend, no matter what that may be, especially if it's something that they need to be privy to. You should have the ability to have a conversation with that person without that person getting upset or without you getting upset. I think conversations are the one thing that make the world go around. Uh, communication is probably one of the more ubiquitous things on this planet. You have oxygen. You have music, and then you have communication. You have people. Like, those are probably the top three ubiquitous things. And, and don't try to fucking poke loopholes or, or, or poke at my three top things. I'm generalizing. You, you guys should know that by now. But 
outside of that, I really think that just trying to understand people in general, not from a psychological standpoint, I didn't go to school for psychology. I went to school for business and I'm not really in it for business purposes either, but just to hopefully influence, encourage, uh, and just communicate outright. That's what I think the intention of this podcast is intended for. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, I treat it like a spirit bomb. All of my friends that support me, all the people that support me, whether you are a friend or not, an acquaintance, doesn't matter. Thank you so, so much. Um, you guys are, are great, and we appreciate you. This pod is not about me. It's about us. It's about our friends. It's about our family. It's about giving people an opportunity to broadcast their personalities in a way that they never thought that they'd be able to do because they see me do it like do you know how many times that i fucked up on this podcast i've done so many things on this pod where i've said something incorrectly and i had to correct it or just trying to get people to you know schedule a a pod or just me not even wanting to do a pod at the moment because i just didn't feel like it like i i know that you have to be consistent with the ship and and i try my best to make sure that that is accommodated but i will do better and and as as i become more in love with the process of the pod uh like the rest of our friends are i just want people to buy into the shit like if people can buy into it we can do great things and this won't just have anything to do with me this will be for y'all like i said i'm not in it for the money i don't care about the money i just want to be able to promote and contribute to the world in a way that uh, hopefully one day we will be remembered for something and that might be wishful thinking but people that know me know that it will get done anything that i say i'm going to do especially when i put some effort into it i eventually end up doing and so I just want to make sure that people understand I've not forgotten about you. I know about you. Um, I will make sure to send my appreciations, and, and I'm doing that here. So thank you to everyone. Solo Lou's doing a pod. That's fucking crazy. And I, I'm i actually 53 minutes. Like, I rambled. I wonder if Bill Burr could do this. I wonder, Is Bill Burr shit longer than 50 minutes? Do I have the longest running solo pod? I wonder if, if people can hear my brother. Uh, I, I have to fi- I have to listen to the pod and and kind of like see if if people could hear him. If not, I'm gonna just keep the shit in there anyway because he's he's probably spreading some some pestilence himself. But uh, yeah, I just basically wanted to say you know as as an introduction, you know you you understand hopefully the vision and the mission that could always change missions and vision statements will always change but ideally i'd like to put ourselves in a position to to do some good to do some good in the world that's basically uh how i would summarize it um other than that i understand a lot of things now i understand that i could have hurt some women because i was impatient i know i'm impatient i understand that i'm impatient but i don't know where that middle line is because you do talk about respect, you talk about loyalty, you talk about all these great things, and those are encompassed in making a strong relationship or a strong friendship. And the way that I treat uh, everyone in general is don't do anything I wouldn't do. Um, if my friends wouldn't do certain things that you would do, 
I, I, I tend to say, you know what, this person's probably not for me because my friends are my friends for a reason. My friends are not my friends because they're willing to go out of their way to do anything for me, but they're my friends because they're loyal, they communicate with me effectively, they let me know when there's something on their mind that they don't like or that they do like, and, and they're just here for me. So it's always great. And if if you've ever felt that I've mistreated you or hurt you in any way, my bad. And and I and I mean that sincerely. Like I am sorry. I sincerely apologize for that. Am I gonna apologize for everything? Fuck no. I'm not apologizing for much. But I will apologize when uh, there are some faults that I try to make myself self aware of, and I never self deprecate. I've heard that word a couple times. I gotta chill with that. I don't self deprecate, but I'm very very self aware. And so, um, I understand some things, and I will continue to understand some things. But just know, just based on this pod, this is probably one of the very few times where you're going to hear some honesty. And I mean, I'm not saying that you're not going to hear a whole lot of honesty going forward, but for it to be so in-depth, because this is basically me, this is me I guess venting? Are you my therapists? You guys are my therapists. Oh shit. Yeah, y'all are my therapists right now. No, you're not. But basically, I want to make sure that you guys understand where I'm coming from. Hopefully, you guys will be able to understand where all of us are coming from. All these guys I grew up with. So when you hear us converse, and you hear us say things, and you hear us hot take or cold take or, or whatever it is that kids are saying nowadays. I don't want you to have your first reaction is, a, oh, my goodness, he deserves to be canceled. Or, oh, my goodness, I am outraged. I want you to dig deep and ask yourself, I wonder why he'd say that. And come to an understanding of maybe why someone says things. Because what we start to understand as we get older is that outreach culture and counsel culture is always swing first, ask questions later. And what I mean by that is you see one headline, they're ready to jump the gun to swing to get someone the fuck out of here. And all of a sudden, because they didn't read the headline, they didn't understand or they didn't read the actual article. Instead, just read the headline. You put yourself in, in positions where you look stupid or you just look very, very, very ignorant. And so I'm not here for council culture, fuck council culture, fuck outrage culture. I'm not here for it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. Never will be a fan of it. People should be able to do uh, certain things that, that make them happy. I'm not talking about everything. Like, don't don't put me on some R. Kelly shit. But what I'm saying is people should be able to joke. They should be able to say things that are on their mind without receiving detrimental backlash that, that could be harmful to them. And so I've I've rambled for long enough. I really don't want to push this for another three minutes to get to an hour. And y'all know that's not me. I really want this pod to only be 15 minutes, but I guess I'm getting much better at talking. And the one thing that I do a lot is I say um a lot. Like I know that and I'm working on that. And I wonder how many times I said um or uh. Hopefully it was like 10 times or some shit. I'm not sure. But it's your boy, Solo Lou, today. Um, see, I did it again. Fuck. I am about 75% healthy. Hopefully, I can be 100% healthy. 
I want to do some fun summertime activities. I want to have fun with you guys. I want to go kayaking. I want to go to San Diego. I want to go to Cabo action. Uh, I want to do a lot of things. So if y'all want to hang out with us while we go on this uh, crazy tour of life during the summer, Ayo, and and by the way, cut out the cut, cut this fucking hot boy, hot girl, city boy, city girl stuff. Y'all, y'all tied, y'all, y'all tied. The score is zero zero. The game has not started yet. Y'all should be on the hot real late. Actually, no, I'm not even gonna say that either. But hot boy, hot girl, city boy, city girl, that shit don't exist. Y'all, y'all gotta chill with that. I'm not here for it. Not an advocate for it. I don't have an affinity for it. <coughs> Excuse me, Jesus Christ. Um, cut that shit out. Cut that shit out. But sorry, as, as I ramble, it's your boy, Solo Lou. At it again. Playing culture, the most important culture in the world. The only culture that matters. Shout out to Zoobs. Boom. And shout out to the Breaks. I don't know when we're coming back, but people have been asking when's the next episode, and I guess y'all fuck with me, which is cool, so thanks for fucking with me. Y'all probably don't mess with Camille, which is cool, but y'all fuck with me, so that's great, and and I love you guys for that, but we'll try to figure out when that could happen, and I'm glad that you guys like some of the stuff that we do, because it gives us an opportunity, or actually, it makes us more willing to come back and do more cool stuff. But stay tuned. Six months. I want you guys to look at the things that I do within the next six months. And look at my progression. Look at our progression. But me particularly because I have a lot of catching up to do. But look at our friends, my friends' progression. Look at my progression and see how many great things that we do within the next six months. Because we're destined for greatness. I do feel that way. And all I need is to make sure that that spirit bomb is filled so I can hit Majin Buu with it. Or, f- yeah, Majin Buu, because Majin Buu is the only person that died off the spirit bomb. Everyone else, fuck, I'm a minute over. Okay, all right, all right. Um, or seconds over. But, yeah, it's the kid, Lou. And we out. For the next episode of Plain Culture, we're going to talk about sex and porno and more porno. Probably not, but... Alright, guys. Bye. See you later.